Welcome to the Profitable Nutritionist Podcast, where your host and fellow nutritional therapy practitioner, Andrea Nordling, teaches you how to grow a sustainable, impactful, and consistently profitable health and wellness practice by following her proven formula. My friend, today is a unique episode and you are going to absolutely love it. First, a little context. Right now, enrollment is open for the Profitable Nutritionist program, which only opens up for new members to join a few times each year. So first and foremost, if you've been intending to join, you need to do it now. Right now, push pause, (laughs) go do it, because the doors close tomorrow, May 24th, and won't be open again until the fall enrollment. So to join, visit buildaprofitablepractice.com slash join for the link to enroll. Now, after the last enrollment period in quarter one, our team fielded a lot of questions specifically about the live weekly coaching component of the program, which is hugely, hugely valuable for our students. In case you don't know, every single week we do live coaching in the Profitable Nutritionist. Some people, and this could be you too, wanted to know what type of questions are welcome on those coaching calls. Is it strategy coaching? Is it tactics? Is it mindset coaching? Basically, people want to know how the weekly coaching works. And I totally get it. If you've never been in a high-level coaching environment before, you don't exactly know what that looks or sounds like, and conversely, don't know how to create that for your clients at either now or at some point in the future. So it's very important to know what high-level coaching looks like. And today you are going to get a sneak peek of just that, a coaching call from inside the Profitable Nutritionist program. In fact, this was the first call after the March enrollment, and I chose this call specifically to air for you because you're going to hear a mix of my OG students that have been in the program for a long time and have questions and are getting coached, and you're going to hear brand new students that it's their first coaching call and they're bringing their challenges and questions to get coached on. And for that reason, you're going to get a great sneak peek at how we do things inside the program. And normally I just wanna say, (laughs) we don't air private coaching from the program publicly, normally. But just for your comfort to understand how this worked, each person that got coached on this call gave permission to publish this for you so that you can hear high-level business coaching in action and join us inside. I just want to let you know, if ever you get coached inside the program, we're not going to go blast it all over the internet without your consent. This is a very special call, and we reached out to each person that got coaching here and made sure that we had consent. And they unanimously all said yes, if that's useful for anyone. I know I would have loved to hear that. Please send it out. Tell them they should join immediately. (laughs) Different variations of that same message. So again, this is a sneak peek of coaching inside the Profitable Nutritionist program where you are going to hear how the live coaching in the program works. You're going to be able to see how valuable it is to hear other people ask questions that you didn't even think to ask usually. That's why group coaching is so incredible, by the way, because we don't know what we don't know. But hearing a colleague troubleshoot something that's going on for them with their marketing or their sales process or a specific client situation can save you years of spinning your wheels on the same issue. When you hear them ask the question, get the coaching, it literally saves you years of figuring it out on your own. So if you're listening to this episode in real time, remember the doors are open until tomorrow, May 24th, and we'd love to have you join us on the next live call. Even if you're just observing, you don't have anything to get coached on yet, 
that's totally fine. And if you're listening to this episode in the future and the doors aren't open for enrollment, you go to this same information page, which is buildaprofitablepractice.com slash join, and the dates of the next enrollment period will be at the top of the page, so you can put it on your calendar. Remember, that's buildaprofitablepractice.com slash join. If you're listening in real time, get your booty in there. We'll see you on the next call. And if you're listening in the future, the dates will always be published for the next enrollment. Okay, enjoy the coaching today, my friend. Hello. Lest we ever forget to do that. Not a good plan. Hi, everyone. Okay, so super fun coaching call today because there's a lot of new faces on here. I can tell that already looking at the attendees list. So here is how these live coaching calls work. If you have never been on one before, if you have something to get coached on, you're going to raise your little Zoom hand. I will be able to see everyone with their hand up, and then I will bring people on as panelists, and you will have your video on, you will have your sound on, you will ask your questions, we will coach, and the room will support you and give all of the good coaching in the chat as well, which is invaluable. And that's how we roll. And I will try to be as concise as possible, but no promises. Sometimes we go down rabbit holes <laughs> and I'm not sad about it. So happy Monday, everyone. Welcome newbies. You're in the right place, says Kari. I love it. Yes, you are. You absolutely are. Okay. Jen, I see your hand up first. Who else wants coaching today? Oh, I should say, here's what you get coaching on. Whatever is keeping you stuck. If you need coaching on a decision, that you're waffling back and forth on. If you need coaching on imperfect actions you are taking or you're thinking about taking, you need another set of eyes, you're feeling unsure. If you would like help evaluating something that you're doing in your business, we can do that. If you just are feeling stuck because your mindset is off, something is off and you wanna talk about that, open for coaching, okay? All right, now I see lots of hands are up. So that means you all know what to do. You're so smart and resourceful. You know how to get coached. Jen, we should be good. There we go. Hi. Hello. How are you? Hi, my dear. So good to see you. Likewise. How are things and what are we coaching on? Yeah. So welcome everybody who's new. Um, So first of all, I want to say that With Andrea's help, I established what I call the first iteration of my business. And I've had plenty of clients now, but I was so scared when I started out. And basically, my nervous system was what I really had to deal with. And truly, like by showing up and you kind of walking me through things, I moved through a lot of that. And then I was able to get clients. Now, lots of them, like a lot of clients, (laughs) like a lot of clients. So that really helped me like solidify my onboarding process where I, you know, did the like consult call and then actually signing the client and then figuring out the length of the program and the, what, how to walk them through that. And I'd never been any business owner. I came from a nine to five. So it was all like, really overwhelming. It was a second career for me. So it was a lot. Um, But now I finally feel ready to sort of move on to the next level. And the one thing that I will say that I really know to be true is that without showing up here and doing this with everybody and with participating, I can't move forward because I've been trying to move forward on my own to the next level And so that's what I'll really say. This is what helped me last time was showing up, 
and participating and, you know, working, I kind of got into that like safety groove where I was doing the same thing over and over and over. And you know what? I really liked it because my nervous system wasn't stressed out or anything, Yeah. but now I'm ready to stress myself out again. (laughs) (laughs) So um, yeah, I'll just be sharing everything. But so this, I just wanted to show up today and just say, so I'm ready to move on to actually online. Whereas because all my things before is just for background, I was working at a clinic, a wellness clinic and store, and I posted my bio on the wellness clinic and then people would call in through the wellness clinic. And then it just became referrals that I got my clientele. So now I've never done the website. I never even made a website. (laughs) Did the last few years of my business, no website, no email marketing, no anything. So I, I know. So I'm just here to say that I'm ready to start the second phase of all the like grow your business and to work through the whole program. Mm -hmm. So I just kind of wanted to, I, today was my first day to try to create, because I I have a mini business plan, which is simply actually enrolled for Kajabi, Mm -hmm. which I see has like added so many things like communities and like, it feels like you can, yeah. Lots, lots like, going on in there. Mm-hmm. Feels like you can literally do everything through Kajabi, Kajabi now. So I'm, I'm just going to do that. That's my goal for the month. And so I tried today to start creating content. Yeah. Um, because I feel like, A, I just have to do my website with a simple, like, here's my offer, right? I just want to do a really simple website. So that's my first goal. And then B, just start creating some content Yeah. to put out to a list. Okay. So I feel, yeah. So my suggestion is go through the website in a weekend bonus course. Have you started that or have you I delved did. into that? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll bring you through like the basic five pages that you need, what to put on the pages. I feel like your content is going to really organically come from as you start building out those pages and figuring out what you're going to put on there. I bet you'll have a lot of ideas for other things that you want to build out. Is that what you're finding? Uh, well, I haven't started to build it out at all. Okay. I just did, did, I did the website in the weekend course, like watched it all. Okay. So So now it's time to dive in and make your, make your imperfect yet perfectly perfect pages. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So that's really my first step. And then after that, I just got to figure out a way for people to get their eyes on my website because I'm only used to it through my clinic. So this well, is... so now this is such a, this is such a good thing to coach on because now you're going to do the exact same thing you've been doing, except you're going to just be sending people to your website and then they're going to go share oh. your website and you're going to tell oh. them, no, you're going to just organically in conversation, just be telling people, share this with, with whoever else, you know, that would benefit, share this with whoever oh. else, you know, and then they're going to share your website. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Does that feel doable? Does that feel like a really doable starting point? Okay. I wanted to coach on this, Jen. I love, well, first of all, I love like you sharing your journey and you sharing your experience is so helpful for everybody. Um, When you say you're ready to go to the, like, I think you said second phase, like phase two or second phase, does that feel like simple and doable? Or does that feel like a really heavy lift to you? I feel like I could go either way. What, how does that feel when you say that or when you think that? Yeah, it, it feels, honestly, it only feels simple and doable after you just said, do that five, first five pages of your website and then keep doing what you're doing. And you're just going to direct people to your website and then just say, share it. 
yeah. because that you simplified it enough because what happened is it was exciting to say, I'm going to move to the next iteration of my business. Like it's, but then I got stopped with overwhelm again. It's yeah. always the overwhelm. It's always yeah. the overwhelm. So I would just shift that and just listening to how you're talking about it. I would shift the thought from this is the second phase of my business, or this is a new iteration to I've already done this work. I'm just putting it on a website now. I already know how to have these conversations with people. I already know what's working. I'm just putting it on a website now. Okay. Okay. I love that. I does love that, that land for you? It does land for me. Yeah. And and the one thing that I noticed that was holding me back was that nobody's going to see this new website. <laughs> nobody's going to care. <laughs> you know, like it's not going to mean anything if I do it. Um, so why are funny. you doing that? Like, this is kind of interesting. Why are you doing it? Do you just feel like you have to, or do you, do you have a strategy behind it? Yeah, that's a great question. I do feel like I want to, I feel like I know now that you don't need it. Mm-hmm. I know you don't need it if you don't want it. Um, but I'm just really ready because I've done all the foundation with honestly, everything that we've done. I've done the foundation. I'm just excited to really go to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ready to go over the hurdle. So I would do in your thought work, as you're thinking about this, I would like do a useful belief creation on, I've already done this. This is, this isn't actually the next iteration. I've already done the hard part. I know how to, I know exactly how to do this. I already know the questions people are going to ask. I already know how to have these conversations. This part's just going to be. Just oh, like, I already yeah. know how to do this. I've already done it. Right. Because I'm looking at it as though it's a second phase. It's like a nipper, a new business or something, but it's not. It's exactly no. the same thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just, you're just okay. making, you're just making um, an easily discoverable business card that people can be sharing on your behalf all the time. Right. Oh, that's kind of, fun. I love that. I like that. And that'll be really um kind of cool for me to see when I when people do share it yeah because I I know that I can like I can I can share it with my existing clients even be like hey guys I have a website now so if you want to share it around so then yes. it'll be interesting I think the proof that my brain will need is that as I do that first step and then I share it and then I'm like oh somebody else has seen it somebody yeah. else has seen it then yeah. I think that'll create the momentum so yeah. I would just a little bit of like tactics that I think I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but I'll say it again because it was so good with what you just said. I I would never say the word if. Now you're going to okay. want to, and everyone's going to want to say, if you want to share it, go ahead and do it. Of oh, course, that's what okay. we all want to say. But I really want to say this for everyone's benefit and yours, of course, right now, but for everyone's benefit, figure out a way to say it without saying if. Tell people what okay. they want to do. You know, so it's like, now, of course, you have five people at least that you know that you've been thinking of that would love this program. You can send them the website now. It's ready. Okay. But, you know, like tell tell them. And it's like a little uncomfortable when you want to say, okay, if you want to, you can. <laughs> That's what we naturally want to do. But if you catch yourself and you're like, okay, I can't say the word if, how am I going to say this? It becomes a much clearer call to action and it really inspires those referrals when you tell people, of course, like okay. it's the assumptive close. It's like, of course, you're going to send this to people. Here's how you're going to do it. Right. Oh my gosh. That's, I really like that you said that because I have even had a client who told me that she said, I went into my doctor and I sang your praises and I said, every, all of your patients should be, you know, 
seeing Jennifer and she's like, I tried to point her to your like clinic, you know, but it's just, yeah. it's not the same. Right. So I know if she even had a website that she could give her, that would be easy. It, I feel like with a website, at least it's like, like a business card that can be shared so easy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. And that's the purpose of the website in a weekend bonus course for everyone new existing, whatever is to make the most basic website business card that you can. <laughs> it's not to build out an entire blog and an entire this and 57,000 pages. It's not to do that. It's to make the most easily discoverable page. You have to have terms and conditions and a privacy policy so that the massive tech search engines see you as a real website and index you and send people your way. And then you just need an about page. You need a work with me page. You need a homepage. It's like, this is it. It's seriously your lean and mean business card on in a few different pages. It's just very simple. Let's get it on there. And then you can build it out over time. But I know the overwhelm that you're talking about, Jen, is just in thinking, I could do so many things. I could do so many things with this website. I could do this. I could do that. I could do this. And having the constraint and focus to say, nope, I'm just going to finish it get version one out there. And then in two months, I'm going to revisit my copy and tweak it. And you'd like put a timeline on it and just say, we're just getting the first version out the door and just keep it simple for yourself. I love it. I do have a question on that. The other thing with the website, why I was kind of excited is I want it to be able to have an online calendar that people could book the consults right through. Yes. Because right now people email me and I go back and forth by email. Terrible. Terrible system. (laughs) Terrible system, a thousand percent. So pretty much any website platform that you use will integrate or you can embed either Acuity or Calendly are the two big ones that most people use. I've used them both. They work great. And you can embed those in any page. So on your work with me page, you can have the button where they schedule a consult, which brings them to a page where they choose the time based on your availability that you already have set up in there and easy peasy. Perfect. Um, does, does Kajabi, Kajabi have that at all? It does. It integrates with Calendly or Acuity, maybe Acuity. One of the two of them inside the okay. one-on-one coaching. So okay. you can run your coaching sessions with your clients through Kajabi. It is not HIPAA compliant. So I know a lot of people on here use practice better because it's HIPAA compliant. Um, in Canada, do you, it does HIPAA, HIPAA doesn't matter for no, you. Yeah. Okay. No. So through Kajabi, you can run one-on-one coaching with your clients, which means that you can have the Zoom link in there or however you're going to meet. You can have, actually, I think Kajabi, you might not, not even have to have Zoom. I think they might have their own live video like embedded Ooh. within it. You have the calendar software in there. It's all integrated. And then you can upload documents and suggestions and notes and stuff to the sessions afterwards that your clients can see like a client portal. So yes. That's perfect. That's great. That. That's exciting. It is exciting. It is exciting. You're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. She's coming online, guys. It's been three years, but she's coming online now. It is. And I such a good example. You're such a good example. (laughs) You're like, I didn't need it. And you know what? I just want to say that this morning I I actually tried to start taking steps and I was sweating. I was sweating and sweating and sweating because my heart rate was up because I was like pressuring myself to be like, you got to do all of this stuff now. And I got so nervous and like, eh. yeah, so I just, no, just remember <laughs> you're the best example of you don't have to do all the stuff. So you already know, know how to not do all this stuff. You're not going to start now. Perfect. So true. Thank you so much, Andrea. It's so you're true. welcome. Thank you. Alrighty. Thank you. 
All right, Neely, I see you. Let's do it. I'm Hello. on. Hello. You're Hello. on and you're in your beautiful living room again. What are we coaching on? Thank you. So, all right. For the benefit of new people who are on here, I've been building, actively building my business since joining Andrea's program for the past six months. I've sold my easy yes offer, made about $10,000. So that's exciting. Um, now my brain is at that point that you have told me about <laughs> where it's, questioning things. And the way that I'm looking at it is through the lens of evaluation, but I want to make sure that I'm not, thank you, Carrie, or Kari, thank you. Um, I want to make sure that I'm not confusing what I think is evaluation with my brain actually freaking out. (laughs) Yes. Perfect coaching question. What's happening in your brain? What are your unedited thoughts? Okay. $10,000 sold. What is your brain telling you? So my, this is what my brain is telling me is that with each of my clients who bought into my program, I've been selling a three month program Mm -hmm. and I do not think that the duration is long enough because with each of them, like my intent is to provide the best service. And so with each of them, I have worked longer with them. Um, because of like the scale of what we're working on and just their issues. So I feel like perhaps by having a three month program, my, I, I'm setting up this expectation with them that they're going to be like, you know, done in three months when the actuality is it's kind of like the beginning, right? It's like the beginning phase. So I'm toying with the idea of extending it. Now with each of these people, like they're all ideal clients. Like I, they're all like, they're great. Like they, they pay, they show up, they, they do have lots of health issues, but they all fit, like, they're all within my, my wheelhouse. And um, so, yeah, so it's, it's like, I'm, I end up working with them longer than what the package is. And it's, it's not a bound. I, I want to be clear. It's not a boundary issue with me that like, oh, I feel like, oh, I'm, I'm going past, you know, the amount that I said in my package. Like it's truly like, okay, we're just extending the sessions. Like they're still getting the same amount of sessions with me, but because like they, they kind of like once they kind of latch on to what they're supposed to be doing and roll with it, like once we get to about the 10 week mark, instead of doing those two extra sessions, I'm like, okay, let's, we need to check back in in a month. And then from there, we need to check in back in in like another month. So it's like, I, I end up working with them yeah. for at least five months. So, so why aren't good. you, why aren't you at the end of three months or when it's getting close, why aren't you selling them on another three months? I don't know. Um, because, well, because I feel, I feel like if I had set up a program effectively that then they should be completing where they're at, like the, what we're working on at that point. And sometimes oh, we're just like, no, when they're doing, no, this is a thought error. We can, okay, yeah, no, right let me, I want to hear your thoughts. Cause help me out here. Help me out. Show me the way. Yeah, I'll show you. No, um, no, I have worked with a weight loss coach for like literally years. And at the end of my time, when I still haven't reached my goals, she's not like, oh, I didn't set this up right. I didn't, if I had done it effectively, you would be at your goal. But she's not, she's like, okay, so the new rate, like my prices have gone up since last time. Here's the new rate. I'll send you an invoice. And I'm like, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, as the client, like I know it's on me. I 
And it just sometimes takes longer for people like losing weight and healing something long-term can be different things. So I don't know exactly what clients you work with. I would assume that there's some healing going on and there's other symptoms, but all that to say from the client perspective, I don't think anything is wrong with her process or anything on her end. I'm just like, this is just how it is. It's just taking me longer than I thought it was going to take, but I still want the results. I'm still in. I want to keep going. So yeah, yeah, no, I don't, I I would let go of any thoughts of if I had done it, if I had structured it correctly, or if I had any of that, no, you just, you jumped in, you sold it, you've delivered it and you've over delivered to your clients. Instead of saying, I have no idea what to do now. You made your best guess. You extended it. You did extra sessions. So now you are in, at least from what I could tell, you're in the evaluation point where you're like, okay, do I want to keep doing it that way? Or is there a better way to be selling this moving forward now that I've done this enough times that I can see some data? So I think you're at like, you're at the perfect point right now to be yeah. tweaking that a little bit. Yeah. And, and so just to be clear, and again, maybe this is a thought error, but this is where my mind is going is that, so they start working with me. We do our testing. By the time they get their testing back, we're already, you know, into four weeks of working together. And then I'm putting them on a, like a minimum of like a three month supplement program. So I'm almost like in my mind, I'm like, okay, so just knowing this and just knowing like that I've been needing to extend, do I just say, okay, I'm going to like, this is my evaluation. And now I'm going to, instead of doing a three month program, do a six month program, adjust the price of appropriately, you know, but still like say, okay, this is my newsiest offer. Or is this just my brain like playing yeah. like tricks on me? Yeah. Because you could just, you could just sell it from this point forward initially as there's various phases here and how quickly you go through the phases totally depend. You know, it's like dependent on a lot of different factors. I can't tell you exactly how long it's going to take to get through phase one. It's usually around three months. Then we're going to do some retesting. I don't know if that's part of your process. I'm just like spitballing with you here. Yeah. And we're going to be reevaluating at what, like, have you met your goals yet? Are we having symptom relief? Are we going to retest? We're going to da, 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 da. Then I'm going to show you what phase two looks like and how quickly we get into phase two is going to be completely dependent on your body. Or something like that. But if it was set up that way, initially, there would be no drama when you get to almost done with three months and you're feeling like, oh, we need to stretch these sessions out because we need more time. That would yeah. just be a frank conversation with them, reminding them of the wins that they've had. Yeah. What's going well. You would basically be going through the evaluation process. What's going well. You're like really bringing to the forefront of their mind all of these things that have been compounding. I'm sure you're taking notes. I'm sure you're minded because they'll forget, but you're you know, taking notes, you're reminding them about everything that's gone well. And then here's what we're tweaking a little bit. Here's what we need to keep doing with these supplements. Here's remember, this is why we've introduced this based on those tests and then just giving them the option to keep going. Right. Okay. So you're saying like, it's fine to keep it as a three month program. I just need to be more clear on my communication with them in terms of managing their expectations from the get go. Cause I, I do think that there's been a bit of perhaps like where I haven't like address that as as like what's going on in my mind and communicating clearly, like what is what they're to expect within that. Because you haven't been clear up to this point because you hadn't run enough people through it. So you haven't been clear. You're like, Oh, I still, I think I'm not, ah," you know? And so when you're not that clear, of course, you're not going to be giving them, this is what's going to happen. Then this is what's going to happen. Then because you're, you know, you're unclear about it. Now that you're getting more clear, this is going to be so much easier for you to communicate to them. Okay. Does that, does that feel like an, I mean, that's my suggestion. You can change it to six months, but then you're going to have the exact same problem where you're going to be like, but then some people didn't need six months and then they, yeah. 
if we're yeah, going to be, yeah. you know, we're going to just be going at it from a different angle. So I say, keep things the same. It's working. You're selling it. Okay. People are, people are probably thinking about it and talking about it. I would say, keep the offer the same, just tweak the sales initially, the sales process to open up the possibility that some people are going to take longer and that's totally fine. And you're like, and, and we think here's another thing I'll say for everyone. We think that people understand how this process goes. They totally don't understand how this process goes. So we think as the practitioner that they understand that if they need more help, they can just keep working with us. Now, from their point of view, they very well may not know that unless you're telling them that initially on the sales call saying, and we can work together for as long as it takes for you to get these results. I'm going to support you. I have lots of tools in my tool belt. You know, you're reassuring them that you're going to be with them for the long term. We often don't say that because we think that it's assumed. They have no idea how this process goes. They might think, well, this is my one shot and I, and she's really busy and I'm, I can't do this anymore. So, you know, we, we, we have all of these ideas about what people understand and they absolutely don't. Okay. Yeah, no, that's all really good. And I'm going to read all the comments in the chat too, but thank you. Thank you for that. Yeah, no, I will, I'll definitely, I'll definitely think about that, but I think you're right. It's has to do with being clear in my communication up front with them um, about and managing their expectations and like what they're going to gain from, you know, that three months and everyone's different. And then, you know, we, how to move forward from there. Yeah. Yeah. And also for them to know that they have a lot of agency in this process too, and how diligent they are is going to be a factor in how quickly they move through the phases as well. That's very true. (laughs) That's, we know. Here's one thing I, I would like clarification on. Do they, when you say managing their expectations, do you know that, that the process isn't meeting their expectations or are you assuming that? No, I'm probably assuming that I just had, like, I, I, one of my, clients had just said like, Oh, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I mean, and I, I was like, yay. Um, she was like, I'm excited to, you know, see where I'm at in three months. And then I'm like, in my head, I'm like, Oh, S H I T. Like there's a lot, like, like there's a lot that came back on this testing, which is indicating that we're probably going to be needing to work together longer than three months, but, Pro- so. but probably because you know, what's possible for her, your mm-hmm. expectations are here. She's mm-hmm. just like, if I could go to sleep without like tossing and turning for an hour, that would change my life. I I mean, I don't know exactly what it is, but you know, like we had, again, people don't know. So we're like, this is possible. I got to get you there as quickly as, as I can. And then in their mind, they're like, actually, this was amazing. Like, look how, look how far I've already come. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for that. And I will read the comments. Thank you. You're so welcome. And Neely, sometimes I think you know this, but maybe you're not going to be able to see the comments as when I like bring you back, sometimes they disappear, but we always um, upload the chat into the replay if you need to go look at it. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, Gina. Hello. Hey there. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Good, good. Good to put like face with the name always. <laughs> what are we coaching I on? Know. So I've been kind of lurking. <laughs> I joined in December and I've just been kind of lurking because I've still been doing the MTP program and I graduate on Wednesday, actually. Congratulations. Um, thank you. Yeah. It's super exciting. And I feel like I've gotten a huge head start from working through and making decisions with your program. But so I, what I've done so far, I, so I guess it's a decision-making, um, coaching. Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
So I have, um, I sent out an email to a bunch of family and friends as like my initial marketing um, strategy to get the word out about what I'm doing. Yeah. And hopefully start getting referrals. And I have one friend that's actually interested um, for herself in potentially working together. Mm -hmm. And she is hesitant. She has a lot going on in her life right now and money. She brings up money as a concern. And I know that you always coach that money is rarely actually the problem. Yeah. Um, But being like new and just getting started, I feel like it makes sense to take her on. I know you, you always say never to discount, (laughs) but okay, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah. So I like talking myself through it and kind of like weighing why I would offer her a discount. It seems to make sense in my mind because it would allow me to test my systems and workflow and dial in things that I, you know, I've had practice clients, um, but this, it would be a little different this time. Um, yeah. So it would give a chance to dial that in. Um, and then also it would hopefully give me a great referral or a, a great testimonial and referrals through her. Um, yeah. So to me, it seems like I would still be making money from her and I'd be testing all my systems. And so to Perfect. me, it seems like there's still value for both of us in it, even if it's not the full price that I've decided on. But I want to make sure that I'm not like discounting yeah. myself through that, you know? Yeah. So I think intention is really important in this conversation. Now, I did a podcast episode on this somewhat recently. If anybody happens to know what podcast number this is, put it in the chat, please. Otherwise, I'll look it up for you and we'll we'll post that. But it was like, should you work with clients for free? Basically was what the podcast episode was about. And what I talked about, what like my stance on this is intention is really important. If it's, I have the time, I want to get the experience and I want to help her. And I feel good about all of these reasons. I love my reasons. Let's go. That's a hell yes. Now, if the reason for doing a discount and what I see people normally do is thinking, I have to entice them to say yes. The only way they're going to want this is if I give them a deal or they're, it's too expensive. I have to give people a deal. And it's a very, very murky, muddy money situation going on there with, with some limiting money thoughts. That's a, that's a different scenario than I've got the time, I've got the bandwidth and she's ready to go. Let's start testing this out. That feels very clean to me. And not, uh, I, I wouldn't even call that a discount. It sounds like you're just getting started. You're willing to make her an offer and go. Is that helpful? Yeah. Decision no, made. First client in the door. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, that's good. I just want to confirm that I'm doing it for the right reasons, but it sounds like I yeah. am. So. If you love your reasons, it's great. And if you make a decision at any point, this is for everyone always, you make a decision like that, you think you love your reasons and you evaluate it later and go, oh, I'm not going to do that anymore. You live and you learn like there's really nothing. You can't do it wrong. You're just going to keep, you know, keep tabs on it and keep reevaluating as you go. And at some point you may decide not to do that. Cool. You may be like, that was the best thing I ever did. Cause I got 20 referrals from her, which happens all the time as well. So, Hey, that sounds great. Can I ask one other quick question? Absolutely. So what I put together a website, I did your weekend website course yeah. thing. Um, hugely helpful. So the one thing that I'm, my brain keeps kind of giving me drama about is 
the one call to action, you really stress having just like one call to action on the website. And so mm-hmm. all of my calls to action are trying to get them on my email list so that I can either give them more information about how to do a discovery call or how to learn more about nutrition. So that eventually okay. will do it. Um, I'm wondering- why not just Okay, why not just having them do the discovery call? What's well, the, so what is the, your thought there that they have to learn more about nutrition before they want to do a discovery call? Well, so I, I want them to go straight to the discovery call, but my mind keeps going, shouldn't I have two different, <laughs> <laughs> it wants me to have one call to action that says, join my email list so I can convince you. And it wants yeah. to have another that says, do a call right now. Yeah. Just do the call right now. Here's what I'll say. You, it's a learning curve to figure out how to sell any call to action. So let's learn how to sell the one that you really want them to take. (laughs) Cause either way, you're going to be like trying to figure out your messaging to get people to do the thing that you want them to do and that they want to do and figuring out how to do that. Let's just cut to the chase and do a book, a discovery call. So the issue that my brain is having is that what if they aren't I know we only want to draw in the people that are like ready to take action and work with us, but what if they need, you know, I think you say that most people need like 90 days of contact or something before they will actually. Yeah. A percentage of people do. I mean, I have people buying the program now that have been looking at the sales page every single time it's posted for two years. So So that's totally fine. My call. Yeah. If my call to action says like, um, enter your email below to like learn how to set up a discovery call. Mm -hmm. Are people not going to do that if they're like, oh, I'm not ready or I'm not, I need to think about it more as opposed to having an option where they're like, oh, I can put my email in and think. I mean, you could do it either way. You could make it very simple. Like your next step is book a discovery call. Here's how you enter your email below and I will email you instructions to book your call. So you could do both things, but you want them to know that they're getting instructions to book the call because that's what you want them to do. So you're training them on this is the next step. This is the next step. This is the next step. And most people need repetition on that exponentially more than we think that they do. So I'm telling you the story or the like giving you the anecdote that there are people that have been looking at the sales page for two years that are just now enrolling in this program. But I also have people, maybe several of them on this call that just found me last week didn't even know about the program. And they're like, I, this is exactly what I need. How do I throw my money at you? How can I give you? I mean, I had people before the doors were open. They're like, I want this. I want the, how do I do it? How do I do it? How do I do it? So big people are different. Let's not assume that they need 90 days to be convinced or warmed up, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So you don't think I should, all the calls to action should say entering their email to learn how to do the discovery call. Don't say anything about like enter your email to join my email list. I would love to hear from some of you in the chat that do this, like, like help Jean out, tell her what you do and what works and give an example of this. What I would do is I would really sell how this discovery call is going to change their life. I would sell the discovery call so hard. I would let them know this is going to be all about you. We're going to figure out exactly what you've tried before and why it hasn't worked, how we can simplify it for you, how this is personalized to your body, how we can tie symptoms together that maybe you don't even know are tied together. I can help you understand. I mean, I don't know. I'm just spitballing with you, but whatever it is, make it be like you absolutely have to do this call. 
I'm offering you my time for free. It is going to be the best time that you could ever spend on anything. It's going to unlock everything for you. You have to book this call. And when you feel like that, then it's like, well, how does it really matter how you say it? Because you're telling them, book the call. Put in your email address. Just book the call. Don't. I mean, who cares? You know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the that's just kind of details. But okay. if your thought is, I need to get them on my email list to warm them up, to convince them that they should do a discovery call, then that's going to be a very different process. And then you're going to have people on your list that have to be warmed up and convinced to do a discovery call versus talking to someone as it like, this is easiest clients, hardest clients, talking to the easiest client that already knows that they have a problem and they just want help fixing it. And here's what you do next. And so talking to that person, now, of course, you're going to have hardest clients or you're going to have people that need to be warmed up that won't do that right away. And that's okay because they're, you're training them with, this is what we do. This is what we do. This is what we do. You need help. I'm going to help you book a call. You need help. I'm going to help you book a call. And eventually they'll do the thing. Is that helpful? That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. But your, like your thought about it is going to be very important. So I would maybe do some thought work on your easiest clients and hardest clients a little bit on what, like really what you think their process is for making decisions and deciding to work with you and see where that leads you. That might be a good starting point. That's a good idea. Thank you. You're so welcome. You are not the only one having these thoughts (laughs) that we know to be true 100%. All right, Sally Ann, you are next on my list. Sorry, I'm sitting in the dark. Oh, hello, (laughs) Um, how are you? Good, thank you. Um, Thank you. I just wanted to firstly say thank you. I did the calendar thing the other day and I totally got out of my head and into action mode and I can really see how just creating a little bit of trust with myself that I'm not a giant procrastinator and that I'm not a squirrel on crack and that I can actually <laughs> focus for more than three minutes has been really empowering. And it's only been one day. In. Yes. Um, I think you've actually answered one of my questions, which was just around the discovery call framework. So what I think I'm going to do is actually host a video on my website, which creates the next call to action to be to jump on a call and why you want to do that and how powerful it can be and what it's going and to give them. I would add like what the structure is of this. Like kind of going back to what I said before about we think that people understand this process. They don't at all. They don't know like do I have to have something prepared for this call? Do I need to have questions to ask? Do I need lab results? Like what do I need for this call? We think that they understand that we're going to run the call. They don't they have no idea, none whatsoever. So really, and I feel like I kind of interrupted you, so sorry No, no, you're right. No, it's but cool. like in this video, tell them why this is going to be so valuable. Here's exactly what's going to happen. You don't need to do anything. I'm going to ask you some very specific questions. Like basically the tone of this is, I got you. Everything that you've tried so far that hasn't worked is completely irrelevant because I know why it hasn't worked. And I'm going to share that with you too. Get on this call. You don't need to do anything. Get on this call. You don't need to do anything. <laughs> there was two things that I kind of realized about myself because last year I had um, an eight-week program which I ran on my own and I took 20 people through it. And then I realized I had this mindset piece missing. So my best friend is a naturopath and she was on maternity leave. And so she's joined me. We've re- re-earthed a 12-month program where she does the mindset and I do the more nutrition stuff. 
And I'm really proud of it. And in January, I got three people enrolled and I was like, yeah, like I'm totally aligned with this. And there was $9,000 in the account. And I was like, yeah, so good. And then February, nothing, I had like crickets. And now I'm sort of sitting here going, how do I get the people? And so I, I know that where I shine is on the telephone. Like I've tossed up, do I do it on Zoom? Do I do it? But what I, where I really find I shine and, and just thinking about how you explained about where I need to show up with mascara and lipstick I live on a farm. I'm not always in appropriate attire. I don't want to have to put makeup on it. So I want my lifestyle to be the driver of these processes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, phone phone calls a lot better. So I, I'll do that. And then the other question that I had was just around um, MailChimp. I'm using a free version of MailChimp because my email list is only 300 people at the moment. And Your email list is already 300 people? Yeah, that's... <laughs> Feels like your email list is amazing. 300 people that cannot wait to work with you, and every single one of them is ready right now. Okay, keep so would I would I send that like once I've done that video because I'm really have struggled with sort of a sitting down for more than three seconds and concentrating on one thing, um, but then also getting like how because the more people I feel like I can get on a call, the more I can go deep with hey, this is your problem. These are the dots that you haven't connected. And and this is really everything that you need to create the transformation. And if you don't do this now, then we're just going to be talking about this in another 12 months time. And I I, kind of came up with having, um, and I tried it the other day on Facebook and it didn't work, like just doing a $33 healing framework discovery call where I'd actually go through what's going on for them. But now I realize after just listening to a few of your podcasts, it's probably better to offer for free because they're turning up with their time, which is obviously costing them money. And so at the moment, what I've got is book the call. And in before they book the call in Practice Better, I have a series of questions like what would be their goal if we're working together? And so there's about 20, 15 questions, light sort of questions, but really about do you believe you can heal? And so because I would one- tactically, I would give them those questions afterwards. Are you open to that? I'm open to anything that's going to get okay. more money in my bank account. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's what I would like about paid consults and lots of questions ahead of time. I would not introduce any friction in the process until you have more consults that you can handle. At that okay. point, then you will evaluate and you'll go, okay, I don't have more time for more consults. I have to filter these, pre-filter these a little bit. So then I would do some filtering questions and these probably aren't filtering questions that you're asking them right now, but at some point they might be, I just yeah. know, like if somebody looks at a list of a bunch of questions oh, with the best of intentions, think, okay, I'm going to come back to this. And then they won't come back to it because they are the squirrel on crack. Yeah. <laughs> so so, so like make the discovery call longer than, I mean, I, they always go longer than 20 minutes. So I don't like, so I would let them sign up now. for the call. Have them sign up for the call and then send those questions. Maybe pare it down a little bit to like your top three to four yeah. and send those. And I mean, hopefully they will answer them before you get on the call. If not, you'll ask them on the call. But I wouldn't yeah. introduce the friction to them booking the call until you're at the point where you have so many calls that it's advantageous for you to do that and you want to filter them. And I for sure would not recommend this might be controversial. This is my stance. I would do the call for free. I wouldn't introduce the friction of a paid call for anyone until you have so many calls on your calendar that you can't handle them. I would get really good at booking those calls. I'd get really good at running the calls and selling on the calls and converting the calls. And then at that point, then introduce some filters like that. But I wouldn't do that until it's a problem. 
Okay. And so one other change that I've made was I put the program price on our website, on the website. We've got a couple of different websites. Is that something new? Is that something new since January? Yeah. And I'm wondering whether or not subconsciously, because I've always felt weird about that. I'm like, why would I put my prices on the website? Like, no, like, because I don't want people to talk themselves out of it before they've even got there. I mean, we all, we all do that. We all go, I can't afford it. And and, and, I, and the only reason why I feel like that is an obstruct, uh, an obstruction was one person jumped on the discovery chat and said, I can't afford it, but we hadn't discussed price. And I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> how do you know you can't afford it? Because I haven't even told you how much it is. Yeah, they're just um, confused. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm kind of thinking whether or not I take that off and just put everything is just jump on a chat, jump on a chat, jump on a chat. That's my whole call to action and keep it really simple. Yes. I would go back to whatever was working in January and just do more of that. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's what I would do. And then after you evaluate these calls and you're doing more calls and you're evaluating them afterwards, figuring out, okay, what was their objection? Did I handle that? Is there a different way I want to say that in the future? Is there something I can do? Before they get on the call, I mean, we can ask these questions, but I wouldn't change anything. If it was working in January, I would go back to that, keep doing what was working, and then let's evaluate. And They weren't forward. really people coming out of the, a funnel or a system or an email or anything. They were just, they were referrals. And like, so it wasn't like I had a, a phenomenal system that was working. It was all fluke. Um, yeah. That's the and, best system. Yeah. The referrals yeah. is the best system ever. Yeah. Mm. So, so that would is you put system. that in a newsletter? Yeah, that is the system. Referrals are your system. Totally not a fluke. You set that yeah. up. There's a reason people okay. were referring you. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. I think that's enough for today. My brain's about to explode. Thank you. <laughs> and for everyone, when you get coached, go back and watch the recording. It's much more useful to go back and, and take notes. <laughs> Thank you. Very, very, very grateful I found you. You're <laughs> Thank so you. welcome. Cheers. Thank you for being here. Cool. Okay, Joey, let's do this. Hello. Hi, hi. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little nervous and I can't believe I got on camera. No, Um, you're not nervous at all. What are we coaching on? Evaluation process and crisis of confidence. I am really doubting everything that I do. Okay, why? Um, Is it, well, before I ask why, is this a pattern? Or is this new? Yes, it is. It is a pattern. Okay. And, and so I, um, I lead a five month program. I've led it. I think I'm finishing up my fifth time leading it. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. And I, I don't love, I'm not getting great. I don't think I'm getting great results. Um, okay. You're not getting great results or you don't think your people going through the program are getting great results. I don't think my people are getting great results. Okay. How do you know? One, So it's a combination of group and individual sessions and just how people are showing up. And I, and I have been, you know, I get, I am a mirror of like how, so I'm totally taking that in. Um, Some people are showing up and are doing the work and are getting results, but not everybody is. They never and, will. So okay. nothing has gone wrong. <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> um, and I just, I, 
so I'm finishing one up and I'm getting ready to promote my next one in May. Okay. And so I'm trying to, I think I need to revamp my group going back to a little bit. I was relating a lot to Neely in terms of how to set expectations and what can be done in a certain amount of time and feeling like, oh, we should be able to wrap that up with a bow and have everybody on their way. And I know. Yeah. Anyway, I'm feeling like I need to revamp the whole material and nope. the flow of the process nope. and I don't offer enough and I nope. need to, no, none of it. No, none of it. Okay. So this is just what our brains do. It's like, it's not working. This is terrible. I want to go back to that place that was comfortable where I was planning and I was laying everything out and the world was my oyster. I could do anything I wanted, but I wasn't actually in there doing it yet. And that's what is happening is your brain is just wanting to go back to the planning, replan, make a better plan, plan. We're not going to do that. It's already working. You've done it five times. I am sure that you have clients that are getting results. I am sure that you have clients in there that are happy and that their expectations are being exceeded. Could we find examples of that if we had to? Probably, but not a huge percentage. And but we don't know because you're not asking them or you don't, you don't have a system in place to track their results right now, right? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a good tracker. I should okay. say that. I'm needing to, that's my dog, sorry. Um, and um, so, so the, the, like the, what your brain wants to do is like, we have to start over. This isn't working. We have to start over a new plan. Here's what's going to be actually helpful. The thought or something along the lines of this, that whatever lands for you, whatever verbiage you would use. But for me, it would be like, it's already working and I'm going to make it even better. But the reassurance like it's working. What I'm doing is working and I'm going to make it even better. Now, how am I going to do that? Now that to me, I don't know how that lands for you, but to me, that makes me feel calm. Yeah. It makes me feel purposeful. <laughs> it makes me feel like I got my shit together a little bit and I'm the boss here. Brain, quit freaking out, get in the back seat. Stop messing with the radio dial. I got this. We're going to make a plan. We can make it better. Okay, how are we going to make it better? Now, for me, I would look at, well, I don't actually know what results they're getting. I'm going to track that. So maybe that's something as an iteration to think about how can you track their results, check in with them, survey them, like what comes up for you around that in your process that would make sense? Well, I am sort of becoming aware that I've never, I I think this is a huge area of growth for me in terms of tracking. Yeah. I don't track anything. Okay. Why is that? I feel, I don't know. I, I um, maybe I'm scared too, because I don't think it's an organizational thing. I think, um, I think I'm often like a chicken without my head is how I feel. That's sort okay. of, and, um, tracking would be like, again, like centering myself and, um, yeah, centering myself and getting out of the overwhelm. Would it be a valid assumption to think that your clients have these same thoughts? Same thoughts about about tracking and overwhelm and organization. Maybe. So would it be advantageous for their results if they were tracking? Yes. I mean, it obviously would be advantageous for you to know where what they're doing, but really, like if we're thinking about the reflection in the mirror, mm -hmm. would this be a huge area of growth for them as well? Absolutely. 
So then my mind goes, I don't know how to, tr- I don't know how to track. Like, yeah. I mean, what comes up? You are like- now in a room of hundreds of people that know how to track. So now you get to go in the lounge and you need to say, I need help tracking with my clients and very smart colleagues are going to help you with this that love tracking so much. Tell me a little bit about what you, like, what ideas do you have of things that they could track that they're not tracking right now that would help you and would help them? Well, I mean, I'm getting very like where I go is just like some of the basic things that are usually on a to-do list of, you know, action steps of following through, like what their goals are, what the action steps are and the following through on, on those. Mm -hmm. So that's one set. Um, Protein is really big these days and like people really struggle with tracking their protein. So that's something I've been bringing in a lot and really refining how to help people in that. Um, Mm -hmm. but I don't have concrete measures of that. Um, but would it be helpful if you did and if they did? Yeah. But, um, I really resist like using tracking software. Like I don't want to start having people track their macros in, um, okay. (laughs) In apps. Well, okay. So what's a, what's a different solution to that? I here's like, I'm going to give you an example. Uh Um, a friend of mine, that's a weight loss coach has her clients. Actually, she's coaching here. I'm talking about Priyanka. If you guys have seen Priyanka coach her, you'll see her in coaching call replays. Um, Priyanka coaches her weight loss clients like to not track anything, but once a day in the morning, she wants them to just write down why their goal fucking matters today. <laughs> and like, that's their tracking is like, you start the sentence, like it fucking matters today because, and you just remind yourself why your goal matters. And so for her clients, it's going to be different, like what that is, but they're like the thing that she's tracking is, are you checking in with yourself every morning and writing down why it matters? So maybe it isn't tracking their protein in my fitness pal, but maybe there's a version of that, that you can incorporate that would be helpful for them and helpful for you. I'm just giving ideas. I don't, know. I was just writing notes about that this morning to do that. So yeah, yeah. I think that would be a very good way of tracking. So, yeah, I mean, my coaching to you would be nothing is going wrong. I wouldn't change anything in your program drastically. I would just come at it from, okay, it's working and I'm going to make it even better. How am I going to do that? How, what would an even better version of this be for them and for me? And then start to get curious and creative about it, but not coming from this is a disaster. They're not getting results. Oh my gosh, I need to do everything different. Let's scrap this whole thing. That's terrible. That's so overwhelming. And it's not giving yourself credit for all of the hard work that you've done so far. You've taken five groups through this five-month program. It's working. It's for sure working. Can I ask a quick question? So I have like one person in the group who is, we're four in month four and it's five months and she has not scheduled individual, Her she hasn't gotten started with her individual things. Mm-hmm. She shows up for the groups. I've sent her a couple of emails mm-hmm. and like at some point, I don't feel like it's my responsibility anymore. Is that an okay way to approach things or is that? Yeah. Well, I mean, do you have a hypothesis about why she's ghosting a little bit on the individual? My My thought is she's probably embarrassed because she's not, she doesn't feel like she's doing what she's supposed to be doing is my hypothesis, but what is your spidey sense? She signed up for another program at the same exact time that she signed up for mine. And I think she's gotten into that. Maybe I had the other thing. I mean, I wrote her very spacious, like there's still plenty of time, like just for her to not have a shame spiral about it. Yeah. But But um, you're having a shame spiral about it. I am. I feel like it's hard to take somebody's like a nice chunk of money 
And no, she just, she's not having drama about it. Why are you? Okay. I mean, it would be different coaching if she was telling you, I'm not getting the help I need. I'm not getting that. But if she's self-selecting and you've offered to deliver on what she purchased, I don't know. I wouldn't be in a shame spiral about that at all. Okay. Now that's not to say that you might not evaluate that and make a different decision in the future. I'm not suggesting you need to, but if if you use that piece of Intel later to inform a decision coming from a clean place, like, yeah, okay, that was a situation that happened. I want to do the X differently next time by all means, but I, I wouldn't feel personal responsibility about that. Okay. Great. You feel better. <laughs> I do. I feel, I do feel calmer. Yes. Thank you. Nothing has gone wrong. Nothing whatsoever has gone wrong, but now you can be curious about how to improve it. And I would highly suggest posting in the lounge and asking specific questions about how people track some of this stuff. I have a couple ideas, but they're not that great, but you have a lot of people here that do this and do a really, really good job of it and have much better ideas than me. And so where do I go? So I, you know, I just joined on Saturday. So yes, where, and I'm figuring everything out. Yep. So the lounge is the community where you got the link to join this call. Yeah. Go in there on the left-hand side. If you're looking on a desktop, otherwise it'll be in the top menu. If you're on your phone, you'll see the profitable nutritionist click on that. And then you can post in there. Okay. If you go into the feed, it's a little bit confusing. If you go into what's called the feed, you'll be able to see the activity, but you can't post in it. It just shows you what's happening. So you have to actually click on the profitable nutritionist, then you'll be able to post in there. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so, so happy. You're so welcome. Now you have to watch the replay of this and probably take notes. (laughs) Okay. All right. Thank you. You're so welcome. Okay. So top of the hour, look at us just crank it through coaching today. For those of you that have your hand up and didn't get coached, ask your question in the lounge. We will get coaching in the lounge or bring it next week. And I was going to say, we'll bring you on first next week. I will ask (laughs) next week. I will ask who did get coaching last week and have you re-raise your hand next week. And we'll get you next week or just post in the lounge. Okay. So for everyone that's new, welcome, welcome, welcome. We're so glad you're here and I'll see you back here next Monday. Hey, everyone. Have a great rest of your week. My friend. Does growing your business over the summertime, the busiest three months of the year, seem possible to you? How about if I tell you you can do it in five to 10 hours each week? Uh, Yeah, I thought that would get your attention. Great. Behind the scenes here at the Profitable Nutritionist headquarters, we have been planning something really big for you. In fact, this is something we've never done before, a live challenge all about efficiency, time management, and delegating. The challenge officially starts on Monday, May 13th, and my friend, you are invited. During our five days together, plus some extras that I'm keeping as a surprise for now, you are actually going to be getting access to completely updated, brand new paid content from inside the Profitable Nutritionist program. And in this content, I teach you exactly how to structure your work for the next 90 days, including exactly what to focus on and how to lay out your calendar and your to-do list so it all gets done. We actually do an entire day's training on how to retrain your brain to procrastination-proof your top priority tasks. Those are the ones that make you the most money in the shortest amount of time, by the way. (laughs) Yes, you will walk away from this totally free challenge with a rock-solid plan for June, July, and August, all plugged in to a color-coded calendar system that is the stuff dreams are made of. The challenge is called Summertime 2.0. Again, it's brand new material to get you out of overwhelm so you can cruise into the busiest time of year feeling organized and focused while your business bank account balance just climbs up and up and up. 
hopefully while you are poolside or beachside. <laughs> I've taught free trainings before, but what I've never done is combine it with live Q&A, implementation sessions, coaching calls, and done-for-you resources. My friend, this is a totally different experience than anything we've ever done before. That is what you are getting in Summertime 2.0. I'm holding nothing back. Remember, this is actual paid content from inside my program, which you get a sneak peek into for five days straight. The dates are May 13th to the 19th. You are going to learn everything you need to know about time management, prioritizing, creating time boundaries, how to say no to people and opportunities that are costing you money in your business, and how to actually stick to your calendar and finish your to-do list each week, including live Q&A with me where you can ask all of your questions. So do I have you sold? I sure hope so. <laughs> to register for the challenge, go to theprofitablenutritionist.com slash time, T-I-M-E. Remember, we officially start on May 13th. It goes through May 17th, but there are a few pre-party happenings going on. So make sure you register right now and don't miss out. The challenge is brand new material delivered in a completely new way that is going to have you loving the boring topic of time management. I promise. <laughs> and the best part is it's totally free. Register right now at theprofitablenutritionist.com slash time. <laughs>